Right, so the fourth question was, are God and Judaism mutually exclusive? Or in other words, can I, if I do not believe in God's existence, still preach or follow the tenets of Judaism? And if so, like, would there, would there really be a point to all that? No. So the answer to that is no. Now, there's a different question in there, though, right? So the Torah is predicated on the existence of God, right? The, the idea of mitzvot is predicated on the existence of God. Um, Judaism is the religion of the Jewish people, right? We all know people. Some of us even have relatives, right, that maybe live in the land of Israel. Maybe they even have Kiddush on Friday night. They serve in the IDF. They speak fluent Hebrew. They certainly don't work or eat on Yom Kippur, right? But they say, oh, I don't believe in God. Are they Jews? Yeah. They're part of the Jewish people. But their Judaism is not as robust, right? So it's Jews are an anomaly because we're not necessarily a religion, right? We're not an ethnicity. We're not a race. We're not a culture. And yet we're somehow all of these things at the same time. And the definitions that we subscribe, that we ascribe to Judaism in the United States don't fit, right? We're not a creed. Judaism is not like Christianity. We're not a creed alone. Okay. That's a very important idea. I see. Would you still say that like, like, let's just say someone were closed off on the idea of God and there's nothing you can do about it. Would you still say there is use in following Jewish traditions, or I guess if that's predicated on the fact of God's existence, would you say that it is still important that they um, remain or like stay in, connected with the Jewish community because of other benefits within that culture or unspecified is of Judaism? It's a, it's a layered question, right? You asked a few different things in that question. Um, we already have examples of people who are very involved in the Jewish community and with the Jewish people that may not go to show, that may have a problem with the quote unquote religion. Um, my response to people like this is exactly what I've been saying throughout this entire interview. Um, that's, that's a particular view that they have because of some particular experience or lack thereof. And so I think everybody, right? If, 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 there's, a, if there's somehow a connection even if it's through peoplehood, even it's through Israel, the language, that connection on some level is going to eventually get back to God because our definition of God, our understanding of what God is, um, expands, changes, shifts. And yeah, somebody who sees God the way that, uh, you know, it might have been presented to them as a seven-year-old, as some, you know, eye in the sky with a beard sitting on a throne, right? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And I empathize with that. And our job as educators is to teach that that's not exactly what God is to the Jewish people. I see. If, if that God exists, Rambam's premise, right? A God exists. There was a first being, a first cause. That's how the guide of perplex begins. Now, you're asking a lot of really good questions, and people are asking questions, but here's the problem with trying to ask questions about God. I have a window open on my computer, okay? What happens if I open a second window, a third window, a fourth window, a fifth window? What happens once I open up that tenth window on my computer screen? What happens to the Internet? Slows down. down. And then what eventually happens? Crashes. Right. So God is supposed to be inaccessible. We're not supposed to know what God is. Yeah. Okay. I, and I think, like, that concept... 
I don't want to generalize, but I feel like that can be like attributed to multiple religions, just like the understanding that there's more in it that looks superficial. And I actually really like that computer example because that's how, I mean, all monotheistic religions are kind of like built around that concept of, of one God. And I think like with that concept that you can't really like access God because of that, it should not be expected when having that religion and accessing him goes through like not third party sources, but like his, his texts such as the Torah, mitzvot, and so forth. More about the religion itself. I mean, like so, so, Socrates said famously, there's only one thing I really know for certain, and that's the fact that I know nothing. Uh, well, I mean, the, the wise person is the one who knows he doesn't know, right? Yeah. There's only, yeah, there's only so much that we can truly understand and whatever yeah. fraction, like say we, even if I decide to, I don't know, get five PhDs or all that, like yeah. there's always going to be so much more that I'll just never know. And I think you sure. can almost apply that to. And can't even comprehend. Like, look, I mean, look, look, look at the smartest, you know, one of the smartest Jews who ever lived, right? What was Einstein's opinion about God? He was agnostic. You sure? Oh, uh, wasn't he? No. Yeah. So, like, we can look into that together. Now, um, we are Jews, right? Now, Christianity, Islam, I can't speak on behalf of other religions, but um, we know that there is dogma in many other religions, right? There's doctrine. We are Jews, which means that we are B'nai Yisrael, right? The sons of Israel. What does that word mean, Israel? The one who wrestles with God. I mean, how cool is that, right? Our entire identity is predicated on doing what you're doing, wrestling with this whole idea. That's, what, that, that's why Judaism is an intellectual exercise in pursuit. We're constantly wrestling. Never, never, you know, at ease, intellectually, never passive, right? Always struggling, trying to figure out what is the purpose of my existence. I see. I, I actually, that response. Okay. Yeah, I really like that response. I'm going to have to Me too. Yeah.